Hi, I'm Shanna. Welcome to Home Pros Marketing Made Simple. Each week, we'll dive into simple, effective ways to attract new clients for your home services business. Let's jump in. Today, we are talking with Lisa Malone about revenue streams as a professional organizer. She has started a business, uh, leaving a year or leaving a 20 year tech, uh, career in technology sales, most notably for 14 years at Microsoft, and then found yourself in kind of this new industry. And you have built out some various revenue streams. And I'm very excited to hear about your entrepreneurial journey, Lisa. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So tell us how you got here. You are a luxury closet organizer in Glenwood, Maryland. Yes. Um, tell us how you got here and kind of what that looked like for you. Yes. So I was stepping out of corporate America after, you know, 20 plus years with that stress and that kind of whole um, everything that goes with corporate. And I wanted to start a small business, but I actually started out managing a business my husband had started, which was a complimentary directory for Microsoft partners. It was kind of a lead generation solution. But I really pictured myself going to Microsoft events and seeing my work friends without having to be an employee, without having all that stress of, you know, hosting the clients and, you know, making revenue relationships and all that good stuff. Um, I just wanted to go see my friends and have fun. Yeah. But then <laughs> happened. Everything got shut down. I was bored out of my mind. And was trying to figure out what to do with myself because I have an active mind. I love moving around. So I went over to people's houses where they were struggling with um, distance learning um, with their kids and a, and a double income family. And, you know, the, the parents were trying to find corners of the house to create a backdrop for a Zoom call. And, you know, how do they do their office work? Yeah, I, th I feel I like I had a teensy bit of anxiety just rise up in me because I remember that time. <laughs> Yeah. And we were doing the exact same thing. I have it. Uh, they were, let's see, 10 or no, eight and 12 at the time. And it was hard, man. Yeah. It was hard. Chaos, chaos. And yes. the, my first client was my brother and sister-in-law and they had a kindergartner and a second grader. So while my sister-in-law was working and on conference calls, the, the kindergartner is like, aunt Lisa, let me show you how I throw the ball. And I'm like, why are you throwing balls? He's like, I'm in gym class. And he's got like, he's standing in front of his the computer and he's throwing this ball and he's running. And you can see my sister-in-law, Allison, just been like, oh my God, please quiet. But, <laughs> but it was just, it was, it was so much fun for me to do it that I didn't realize how fulfilling it was. And I didn't realize what an impact it had on others to create those just calm spaces to come yeah. home to those calm spaces to function in and, and everything, you know, everyone's house got away from them during COVID because it was like situational disorganization, right? So there was a lot of kind of resetting, but just um, systems in general, you know, to help maintain things for busy families. Right. Because we were suddenly asking our homes to be something that we'd never asked of them before. Um, yeah. I, I worked from home um, for quite a while before, like, I always had an, an office in town to an, you know, an office I could go to, but I had, you know, a home office. Um, but yeah, we were asking our homes to be school centers, daycare centers, home office for multiple people. Um, it was just a lot. So I think even people with systems were like, this is thrown out the window because right. 
this is something we've never had to do before. So I bet yeah. your family was like, thank you for coming. Yes. And yes, helping us were, make sense of this. They were thrilled. And, you know, my sister-in-law was like, whatever you need, you know, and she would just Venmo me and my brother would be like, how many more baskets do we need? Oh, is today another day you're bringing baskets? And I'm like, be quiet. This is, this is going to turn into something. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was super fun. And my before and after pictures, of course, everyone was like, please come and do my house. Please come and do my house. Next thing you know, I've got a business. I stuck up a website. Here we are, you know, three years later. Yes. So it's been amazing, an amazing ride. Yeah, that's a lot. I um, I remember I actually, I went on kind of a declutter kick during that time frame because it helped me feel accomplished. But then I had piles because the the, the the goodwill and thrift shops were closed. Right. So it backfired on me, but I could see how you would be so busy during that time. Yes. So what a, what a fun, like new career, new industry, new business launch. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing. And in at Microsoft, I was a channel manager. So a channel manager sells the software through companies that implement it. So I'm trying not to be techie here. So for example, <laughs> if you bought, you know, software for your business that you would bring somebody in to teach you how to use it and kind of really customize it to work in your business. Yes. So my job was to work with these technology companies to help them with their marketing, develop their sales funnel, work with them on the pre-sale side of the deal, and then help them maintain that client. So customer service and customer satisfaction and you know maintenance and all that other stuff. So it was like the full gamut of what I'm doing now for myself. So I can I yell at myself quite often about what I should be doing. You know, I finally set up a CRM system to automate my processes, to alleviate that pressure for myself as you're wearing all these hats. Yes. And it's not anything that you're like, I I actually hired a, a digital organizer, a, a business organizer from the professional organizing field who went into a deep niche of business. I don't, I, I not even digital, just information like business yeah, like productive business productivity systems. Yes, right? yes. And, and I didn't know it was going to be so difficult um, to, I didn't know I didn't have the processes in place to be able to replicate that with technology, okay. you know, and how to use technology. Anyway, I'm going off, but it was, it was a really eye-opening experience. So yep. all of your, or your viewers just try to think about that when you're drowning in one particular aspect of your business, there's got to be a way to make that easier, whether you're offloading it with a virtual assistant or whether you're Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As small business owners, we've got a hundred different things on our plates. So the things that we can offload, we definitely should. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when I first started, one of the things that I did was I signed up for everything that was free. Mm -hmm. I followed everyone that was an organizer who had unique tips and tricks to kind of get an idea of what I wanted my, you know, persona or my business my brand, my colors, my, you know, how I communicated to come across. Um, and I joined NAPO, which is National Association of what? Profession, uh, profession, no, productivity, productivity and professional and, and productivity and organizing. Yeah. I always thought it was professional organizers, but there's a productivity piece and an organizing piece. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the conference, which is where we met. Yes. And we only met because we did not get reservations. That's right. Right? I've forgotten about that. (laughs) Yes. And we found you in the lobby wandering around and it was was me and and Anne and Anne was in the same boat and we we scooped you up and everything. And that's how we met. Like, let's go Um, get dinner. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like, you look lost. Like you don't have a reservation. Come with us. We will figure this out. Yeah. 
So um, I went to the one, um, the one of the people that I had been following from the beginning was Cass, uh, the Clutterbug. And so I kind of fangirled on her when I first saw her because I love her. She's been, you know, the best to watch and to see. And she's been on, you know, I think she started YouTube six or seven or 10 years. A long time ago. yeah, Five years before she really gained some traction and became, you know, the the four book writer, the um, HGTV television show. Um, all those things. And so the topic was revenue streams. And in my channel management business, I know that there are big rocks and there are little rocks in your filling up your your revenue. And the big rocks for me would be on-site organizing. The challenge for me is you can only organize so many hours in a day and so many days before you are like, it's exhausting. Obviously everyone on the, you know, who's listening to this knows that's physically and mentally it's a lot sometimes. So I went into this, um, to the session and she had 10 ideas. So it was like mind blowing because it it was too many. I was so excited. I knew exactly what three I wanted to do. I walked right out of there. I told her my idea. She's like, it's brilliant. I love it. And from that point forward, I just last Friday launched the first thing. So nine months, almost a year later, it's a baby. It's a baby. It is a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I, I launched a course called you have arrived. It is for women with a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear, transform their wardrobe and their closet into boutique. The closet would be a boutique. You can shop your own closet, wear your clothes that you forgot you had, you know, take you through the whole professional organizing process and then teach you enough to be dangerous with styling. So what is your, like, what do you want to communicate to the world with your clothes and so after the conference, I, I went directly to a woman who I have partnered with in organizing closets to begin with a stylist and her business is BHS image consulting. And she, I said, what do you think? You know, you and me, you know, you teach them style. I'll teach them organizing. She's like, that's so smart because we also had been talking about how unfulfilling it was sometimes just to have such a small reach. Mm. She's one-on-one as well. She does yeah. class- edits. She does personal shopping. She could do like one to many, um, um, events and that type of thing to really get people excited about it, but it wasn't teaching them enough. Like in one hour, you cannot teach them enough. So these, um, so what we did was we created these really short videos to be like, here's how you create your roadmap, make a vision board. And then we got a vision board download. And then we have a Facebook group and we're going to vision board and events here and then do virtual vision boarding just to kind of get people thinking about that. Because some people know what a vision board is and have done it before. And some people have no clue and might think it's dumb. But it just like if you don't know what you're looking for and you don't know how you want to dress, it's the perfect thing to do. And she explains all of that, like how you notice things and call on things and you know, all these things. Yeah. And then we post, you know, before and after pictures or whatever. So it's, it's very, it's easily digestible. It's not overwhelming. And then what we're going to do is on the Facebook group, we're going to do a lot of lives and then just add that content as the bonus material to, for people who want to go like deeper into ways that you can um, purge and everything. So, um, so that was the one thing I took out of this, out of that breakout. The other one was downloadables. Um, because Cass had said, you know, she posts everything for a dollar or $2 or $3. And it was like a checklist to pack your luggage of this. And I'm like, I can do that. Cause she said, it's amazing. 
no one knows who she, like they might not know who Clutterbug is, but they're just online looking for a checklist because they want to pack their bag for a trip or anything like that. So that was the second um, stream that I was thinking about. And the third one, shoot, I can't even remember because it's been so long, but it made sense to me at the time. Um, That was also simple and building on what I have. So I thought it would be easy to start with the downloadables because that's, you know, I needed checklists anyway to get to clients and everything. Sure. it didn't go. I like, I lost that. I don't even know why. And, and, you know, we talk about this too. Like when you go into something and have that much information, you're almost like frozen with what to do mm-hmm. next. You know, how do you, yeah. what do you pick? What's going to work? So what I did was I, you know, we, we did the course. Um, it went live. We had to create downloadables for the course attendees. And I ended up making these gorgeous with Canva mm-hmm. template, the whole thing um, guides at each phase of organizing. So, um, a purging guide, a sorting guide, um, a design guide, a product guide and a maintenance guide. So I know. So I'm like, uh, (laughs) and then I was like, there's my demo. Now I'm going to, I don't know, Etsy. I don't know. I'm going to create a shop. Anyway, I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts on that. Oh, good. Um, so a couple of things, what you're saying, um, I think will be very relatable to our listeners and our viewers, because a lot of people think of entrepreneurship as having this lightning moment, an idea that just comes to them, strikes them, they pursue it, they work hard, they succeed, boom. Um, but I think we probably know that there's a lot of ideating And then, you know, coming up with ideas, thinking things through, launching them, seeing what kind of feedback you get. And in your case, like the printables, like people, you know, you didn't have much traction yet. It's not that the printables weren't good. It's that you probably either didn't have like the traffic yet, like the web traffic, the visibility, um, or maybe it just wasn't quite the right content because you hadn't worked through like who was going to be using it yet or how. None of it, you know, none of it was wrong. It's right. just that you you have to go through those motions to see what will work. And so there's a lot more trial and error in mm-hmm. entrepreneur entrepreneurship than I think people realize. And then yeah. they end up getting burnt out because they try a few things and they're like, well, I'm just no good at this. Mm-hmm. But I think what you just said was brilliant in that um, you tried it you launched it, you kind of, you just kept moving. You didn't let it bother you. And -hmm. then as you were continuing to move, you found these other things that you're like, oh, there it is. And then it just seems so easy. But the reason it seems so easy is because you already tried doing it. So you've already done it before. So then it's like, things get easier, the harder you work, I think is a quote I've heard. Like opportunity finds you more easily, the harder you work or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the, the pieces of it too. So my husband is an entrepreneur and he has launched many businesses and he has imparted a ton of wisdom on me, some of which I take and some of which I don't, but it's always in here. Yep. Just start, do not overthink. It does not to be perfect. And when I did my first website, he put it up in a day and, and I was very lucky to have somebody in my life. And I'm a techie too. Like I'll learn the platform and just teach myself. Yeah. But he said, you know, I'm calling my friend. He's going to come video you. He will be here on Tuesday. And I started to panic and I'm like, I need to do my hair, you know, and this is during COVID, right? I had that, like, I, I have roots. I need highlights. You know, I, 
I know I, you know, yeah. And he, I said, you know what? Nope. You're right. I didn't say any, this is all, by the way, was going on in my head. I did not. (laughs) And I'm like, sounds good. I will be ready at one o'clock on Tuesday. And it just happened. And of course I look at the video, which is now no longer on my site because I've gone to, to niche closets, but I'm like, I was scared to death to be in front of the camera. I thought it was awful. I couldn't stand hearing my voice. Now I'm like this, your voice is fine. You know what? Everything's fine. Right. No one cares. Everyone's like just as nervous as you are. Just get started. Go out there, start with family and friends, you know, do whatever makes you feel most comfortable because the passion that you have about the work you're doing is what's going to fuel it. You got to tell everybody what you're doing. You've got to, you know, I told my neighbors in the beginning when I did, I started a business. I'm a professional organizer. And you could see him like, everyone's like, uh, like, oh no, you're going to try like, to sell me something. Yeah. I, I'm like, Is, was that it? Or something. I didn't say that. I just, okay. then I just kept going on with that, whatever we yeah. were talking about. And then they were like, oh, tell me more, you know, as they knew I wasn't pursuing them and they right. support me in my um, posts. And one of them gave me their closet to organize so I could use it for my photo shoot. And it's just, it's, everyone is very supportive. I found and other organizers, you know, it's, it's been great. That's amazing. So you launched, so you launched this course. So you had your, um, like your in-home services as a professional organizer, you partnered with a stylist to create this niche course. Um, so it's, it's kind of the same clientele, right? Yes. Yes. So you appeal to the same clientele. Yeah. So what I was thinking of too, um, so we launched the course, like, I think not this past Friday, but the week before. Okay. And we have literally two people signed up for it. So we, it's like live, but not live. So we have been talking about it a little bit, but it's given us this really nice cushion to test it, to make sure it works. But, um, one of the, another professional organizer that I follow online, she said, I love this idea. Can we use it? Can we, are you going to have an affiliate program so we can use it for our clients? And this was, I know I, it, it just, of course, again, just the idea started to flow from there. Yeah. Um, I already have experience with a directory, creating a directory. And what I want to do is kind of use the course to help other organizers drive local business because inevitably there's going to be someone that's like, I don't get it. This is too much. I'm overwhelmed. Can you recommend someone in my area who could be my, a local stylist that could come in or a a local organizer. So I'm going to create um, an affiliate program and I'm going to create a directory and it's all just to kind of the rising tide raises all boats. Yes. It, It gives the, the students know enough to be dangerous. Our goal wasn't to inundate them with how to be an organizer or how to be a stylist. It's enough to help them figure out their own clothes, their own style, or how they want to lay the, the, the closet out so that when they wake up in the morning, they feel good about themselves. It's easy to pick out clothes. They walk out into the world with more confidence than they had had with digging through the piles of stuff on the ground to try to find the pants they wore five times last week. And, you know, here they yeah. are, like, throw these on, you know, we're all guilty. Yeah. right? You wear yeah. 20% of your clothes, 80% of the time. So get rid of 50 yeah. keep cute things and, you know, give you the 30 and then you got this great wardrobe. So anyway. Yep. I love it. Well, and I love that, um, you know, you taking action and continuously putting things out there gives you kind of your next revenue stream, because yes. if you hadn't followed through on, um, you know, the course, or if you'd kind of gotten into perfectionism or analysis paralysis right. and just never have done it, then you wouldn't have gotten that 
super valuable, super valuable feedback of, hey, this is something that other people could use. And it kind of takes you down the next path. And that's what's so important about um, our small businesses too, is that we've got to put stuff out there to get that feedback. Yeah. And and the one thing when I started talking earlier about the big rocks and the little rocks. Yes. So for me, the big rocks will be the in-person organizing. And I really do want to go super deep into boutique and custom closets. So I'm doing some pivoting on my marketing to network with a different group of people. But the, that's a big rock, right? Because I only want to be in closets doing home organizing a certain part of the week. Then the course is like the the medium rocks. You know, it's more of a constant marketing churn. Once it's live, because it's evergreen, yeah. we can build on it. We can add to it. We can do additional like here, you know, for men, um, for college students, transiting to corporate, for pregnant women, come back from maternity. I mean, you can do oh yeah, so that's many brilliant. little tiny add-ons we can do. Yeah. But then, you know, then there's the downloadables and stuff. So what you want to be able to do is, should you get COVID, heaven forbid, should you decide to take the month of July off because you deserve it and you want to go to the beach and you want to be with your kids while they're off at school, you have revenue coming in from different places. You're not, it's not a make or break business for you if you aren't constantly working. Right. So that is the important part of having kind of a different angle to it or, you know, or yes, we're doing, and we talked about this before we started about adding a service or a complimentary service with like a cleaning company and, and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway. It's- yeah. So um, something that I was thinking of just now uh, while we were talking was that uh, a lot of small business owners, especially with service-based small business owners um, whom I've specialized in service-based small business for about 17, 18 years. And a lot of times when a service-based small business owner uh, wants to increase revenue, they think they call it growing, and then they only think about a certain way of growing. So, for instance, you know, if they're if they're in move management or moving services, I I remember I had one guy come to me um, looking for some help growing. Well, his only idea of growing was expanding into additional metro areas with his services and kind of like duplicating, replicating um, his teams in multiple cities. But I think what um, is very valuable about what you're saying is that, you know, that the opportunities are kind of, I don't want to say limit limitless, but there is way more to growing and expanding your business than just adding more services or adding more people. Like you've just been very creative in creating, in coming up with these revenue streams that can help uh, kind of buffer your business or keep your business moving or creating maybe a month or two of passive income as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so one of the um, things my husband always is reminding me is don't chase the shiny nickel, Mm -hmm. which means you don't want to get distracted Right. Um, the the core, right? But adding to the core and, and complementing the core is what's going to grow. And, and that's how I found my niche. I didn't, my first year and a half, I just knew what I didn't want to do. I didn't know what yeah. I did want to do. And then when I, I would refer to it as rich ladies closets versus my friend who was specializing in old people because she wanted to do seniors and downsizing. Yeah. I didn't know in the beginning what Rich Ladies Closet was because they don't need to be rich, but I wanted them to feel rich. Yes. Yes. So it's not, it's like every woman puts themselves last. They've got all the kids organized. The kids are in private schools or 
or they're in the public school with all of the bells and whistles with the gymnastics and the sports and all the equipment and you're driving them everywhere. And the husband is golfing and doing the business trips or whatever. And you are working full time and doing your thing. But like, that's it. You're, you know, you're going to TJ Maxx because everything was else in the family was so expensive. I'm just going to search the piles for this one thing, but it doesn't fit me right because it's like already been discarded to TJ Maxx. So the cut's already weird. So you bring it home and then you try it on, but it makes you feel uncomfortable, but you keep it anyway, because then you feel guilty. And it's like, I see these women in every client that I work with is that they just put themselves last. And so the goal with the closets is to, for the woman to wake up in the morning in a calm, you know, it casts, uh, Clutterbug always talks about doing your bedroom first, because Mm -hmm. that's where you lay your head. That's where you get your rest and rejuvenate. And then in the morning when you wake up and then walk into this gorgeous closet and pick an easy outfit that, you know, you feel good in that works. You learn how to style your clothes and you know what you want to communicate when you're out in the world. And it's just like, it's, it's such a cool experience. That's great. Well, and I think, um, what has made Cass, um, so relatable. This is Cass Arson, known as Clutterbug. Uh, she's on, I think her website is clutterbug.me, I think. Yeah. Um, but something that she's done really well is make make organizing seem very approachable because she uh she she categorizes it out into how you sort things, how you store things. Um, and so I think there's some great simplicity and kind of a um, a really good lesson to learn in that, you know, not trying to overwhelm people with, with your knowledge and your expertise, right. but like, how can I make this something so simple, which it sounds like your course is. Yeah, we are, we are trying. And and one of the things that I think about is we know as professional organizers, we know how it goes. No one else knows how it goes and no one else wants to know how it goes. Right. Mm-hmm. They hired you to come in. They absolutely can watch shows, um, YouTube videos, how-tos and all that. But a lot of times when you are hired, it's because they got their own things going on. They don't need to know it. They want to have a system to have you design it based on what you've learned from them when you're there. And then that is easy to maintain. So when they can pick up a room and put things back. So yeah, it's like, what, so again, we are like a 10% of how do you organize and, and how do you purge? But we start the course with talking about style because figuring out how you want to look is so much easier to purge. So and I clients, and this is why we are complimentary as a service for in-home organizing is my clients will hold up something and go, what, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't know your, I don't, I'm not a stylist. I, yeah, what I, are we measuring it against? Right. I say, um, do you like it? Does it fit? Is it in good shape? Would you buy it again? You know, all the organizer questions. Right. So we start with the, um, with the vision board and what, what is a, a look and what is a style and what is your authentic self and all that other things. And then, you know, you create that and then you go in your closet and been like, nope, 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 nope. You know what I mean? Or, yep. or another thing we also talk about is the future you. So your closet is full of your past, you know, what you used to look like, you know, things you've had from the nineties and the early two thousands <laughs> and you right keep them because it's okay, but you, you know, you feel frumpy in them or, or whatever it may be. It doesn't necessarily bring you good feelings. Right. Now I have beautiful pieces I've worn once from Christmas parties at Microsoft. And I still have every one of those tops because the top can fit right. The bottoms had to go a while ago, but <laughs> um, they're cute. So I just wore yeah. one the other day. 
And I haven't worn it, you know, in the 11 years since I wore that to the Christmas party where the Christmas parties were big and, you know, you, you know, everyone dressed up. Yeah. Um, So it's not like what we do not want to do is make people throw out their clothes. Right. We want people to find the things that work for them and get rid of everything that doesn't and give them permission to let go of the things that the tags are still on because you know what? They bought it already. You haven't worn it yet. Not, you know, the style right. that you're for yourself, just move it along. And, um, and so that's like the basics and, and to get you there and just, you know, use the community to cheer each other on. Everyone needs a cheerleading section. And uh, we just want to create that fun experience for women. Yeah. Well, and by creating the vision on the front end, you're really helping them work through what's possible and who they want to be. And so it allows them to kind of uh, cast other things aside, literally decluttering. Um, in uh, I have what I call an on-track wheel. It's a framework for building your business, for growing your business, but not just any business. It's the business you want to be in and how you want to spend your time and kind of align with your own personal mission and the ideal role you want to fill because there's so much, there's so much, there are so many things that we yes. can spend our time on as small business owners um, that it can be easy to get kind of caught stuck doing things you don't want to do. Right. But well, and also trying to be everything for everybody. You know, right. that's the thing. you're not good at anything. Right. So it's like, so creating that vision on the front end and then helping your client or your your online student get there, I think is really impactful. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's great. So you've got, um, okay, so you've got various revenue streams. Um, what have you, you've got um, the local services, you've got the course, and then there are some things that you can do extension wise. And then you are now going to use some of your course work as printables. Is that what you're thinking? Yep. And, right. then, and then directory. affiliate program. Okay. Yep. Directory. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because the affiliate program, what I'm trying to do, because I love giving everything away for free, mm-hmm. um, is give the direct away for free for organizers and stylists and then use the product companies yep. to fund it. But my revenue will come from the course, right? So yep. I, I'm taken care of. I want to, I feel like, you know, being a partner program person with the Microsoft, it's a two-way street partnerships. And it's not, this is not all about me. I, mm-hmm. I think it's a unique opportunity to create the conversation, you know, start a conversation with people, make, you know, be introduced to organizing a little bit more gently, more like, let's talk about you and your clothes. Let's talk about you and how you feel, do these things, you know, and, oh, they're like, oh my God, now I need someone. They did say they did their own closet by themselves. Now they want someone to come in and do the rest of their house because that's too overwhelming. And they don't really (laughs) need to try on the clothes. It's like the kids clothes or the toy room or the office, you know, and there's, organizers that specialize in paper and offices and, you know, business side. And, you know, it's yes. this wonderful, unique, huge community of people that you, we're not, we're not stepping all over each other. We're very supportive, as you know, and there's opportunity for everyone. It's not like one person's going to get every single house in Howard County, Maryland. Right. You know? Well, and that's what I Yes. And that's what I love about the professional organizing industry and the home services industry is that, there are people that love things that you hate to do. <laughs> there's enough, there's enough 
um, for everyone. There are all these different niches that, I mean, I've heard people say, you know, I don't want to touch a closet. I don't want to have to emotionally talk through with someone like what clothes to keep and blah, blah, blah. I've heard other people say like you, like you love the closets. I've heard some organizers say, I, if I ever have to be in a basement or a garage ever again, it'll be too soon. Um, and so just all of the different niches that you can serve the elderly, you know, senior transitions, um, there's just so many different ways to serve people. And, and I do love that, um, there are so many, this community is very supportive, but then there's also all these different ways you can, um, kind of capitalize on your skill set as well. Yes. Yes. Well, where can people find you? Where can people learn more about um, your course? You have arrived, your um, your different programs, all of that. Yes. So the website is youhavearrived.net. So it's you have arrived, all typed out words, um, .net. And then on that site, you, you can see the course and there will be a link to the affiliate program there shortly. Um, but then if you drill down into the meet the experts, um, you can click through on me to get to my website. Um, I will, I will definitely be building out a tab on youhavearrived.net with products and things. I've got these great product partnerships. I'm building one with swoop hangers. I don't know if you guys have heard of swoop hangers, mm-hmm. um, things that are complimentary for the closet and closet. Um, then there's like modular closets. They're starting a affiliate program. So anyway, there's, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for anyone. Um, so it'll all be there. That's the best place to find me. And then you'll find my social media um, links on that website as well. Wonderful. Well, is there anything that we haven't covered that you were thinking like people need to know this about revenue streams or this industry or just uh, things that you've learned as you've built out your business? Yeah. The one thing you touched on it already, do not give up. It is a a numbers game in marketing. You know that when you're building your funnel, but it's also like the person who lasts the longest is the most successful. So just keep going. And if something like, I'm kind of like a spaghetti on the wall, see what sticks kind of approach. Um, You know, again, like I said, the, I knew what I didn't want before I knew what I did want. So just trying things like that and, and give yourself grace. As someone said to me once, you know, you don't need to beat yourself up every day because you don't think it went as productive as you thought it would. You don't have the more desperate you become mm. shows poorly to future clients. That's I like your clients. You don't need me. You can do this yourself. You know, yeah. your, your house is fine. And they're like, no, 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 you got to come. But I'm like, <laughs> no, you know, I mean, some of them I do try to part ways with, but I'm like, dang it. the more I try to part ways with them, the more they want me. And so that's, that's what, it's like dating, right? I mean, I, yes. it's been a long time since I've dated, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, they, it, it's a personal experience because you're going into their home, but you sure. don't want to be desperate. You want to just be confident right. with yourself, you know, and don't try to say what you think they want you to say, just right. yourself, you know, and, and, well, and it's, going. yeah. And it's, it's all about, uh, adaptability too. I've kind of been on an adaptability kick. Um, there was a quote that I used in something. Um, I think it was last week or the week before it was, you know, the Charles Darwin quote of, you know, the species that survive aren't the ones that are the strongest or the fittest. It's the ones that are most adaptable. Mm-hmm. And people that you see that are successful in business, they're not the people that I was describing that have the one light bulb moment they do something and then they make a ton of money. I mean, 
I'm sure that has happened somewhere in the world in the course of history. <laughs> but by and large, that is not how it goes. No. And, and honestly, adapt. I think it just looks that way from the outside. I bet you not one of those yeah. people who might look that way at actually went that way for them. They act, you sure. know, well, think about all the different celebrities that, um, you know, they're called like an overnight success. And again, I think there are some that I think like Ashton Kutcher, you know, set foot in LA and then the next week got that 70s show or something. But I think by and large, a lot of these actors and and whatnot that seem like overnight success to us would mm-hmm. probably tell us it was a 20 year journey. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been so fun learning about your business and all of the wonderful things you have going on. And um, I wish you all of the success. Thank you so much. It was great being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Home Pros Marketing Made Simple. Head over to the website for full show notes at growwithhomepros.com. There, you can also sign up for free tools and resources to grow your business. See you next time.